Rocky Raccoon checked into his room only to find Gideon's Bible. Rocky had come equipped with a gun to shoot out the locks of his rivals. Imagine after every single thing in every album, Paul McCartney just goes, Would you rather get... I'd rather get any other part of my body blown off than my cock. Because I'd rather actually get my head blown off. I think there's some validity to this. It would just be the worst. It would suck. Maybe I wouldn't want to die. But also... But if I was cockless in Seattle... Well, I'm, I'm already in my head like came up with the rebuttal to what I was just about to say. Let's start the episode real quick. I'm so sure can. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 150 of I'm So Sure Cast. Yeah, I'm your host, Tim Bailey. I'm here with Jim everybody. So we were saying that you'd ra- you, the last thing you'd want blown off is your cock. You'd prefer your head be blown off than your cock. Yes. To what I was going to say, yeah, true, that's fucked. But maybe getting your cock blown off would be like... Like you'd become superhuman, you'd get like superhuman focus for things like maybe you'd become the world's best piano or guitar player. But then the rebuttal to so that, I get my cock shoot off, shut off, and then I'm an expert pianist. Yeah. Yes. Okay. The rebuttal being, what's the point of being the world's best guitar player and or pianist if you can't fuck? <laughs> well, that's exactly right. So I think you're making a pretty valid point. And I think a lot of. Uh, I think if you had a pie chart of, mm. of Love pie, a by the way. man's happiness, yes, uh, self-respect would take up like a Pac-Man-sized portion. Because yeah. if you don't have self-respect, you can't be happy. Yeah. Right? So there's right. really only a little sliver left. Right. And that's like, you know, a family. Yeah. Uh, you know, income. Mm. That sort of... Well, that's all tied into self-respect. But if you're the guy with no cock, I mean, right. It's hard to achieve that. So what I thought you were going to say is that if there was a pie chart, like 70% of it would say cock. Oh, right, right, yeah. No, so it's like I don't want to, you know, perform a, uh, you know, a, a syllogism here. Mm. But I'd say um it's like the not all uh Muslims are terrorists, but all terror it's like not all people with cocks are happy. But all, right. men, but all men who are happy have cocks. I think that's... I think that's fair. That's probably a valid point. All right. Do we not even have... You're a big guy on here anymore? Oh, no. There's no way we got rid of that, is there? It should be on page one or two. Is it on page one? I think it's on page one. Let's see. I think around, like, maybe the third... Oh, there it is. You're a big guy. Fuck. So I missed the opportune time to press it, but I know it's there now. Sorry, this is my Loyal last one. loyalty for a hired gun! <laughs> that guy's got a cock. He's got a little finger. Ooh! Wait, I forgot. You were a Game of Thrones guy? Yeah. I watched... Um, so... 
I feel like you watched it before me, but then didn't finish, and I passed yeah. you. Is I that what happened? A, I watched a lot of it, and then they released like a new season or two or three, and then like I didn't watch those ones. Right. Like, the, like one of the last things I remember, um, was like the wall of all the faces. Oh yeah, like right around there is probably where I tapped out. Gotcha. Not tapped out, but that's where it ended for me. Right. And then they release new shit, and I didn't catch. Yeah, up. when what's her name is like be trying to hone her faceless yeah. shit. You know what's another thing like wheelbarrow? Yeah, you home into a location. You don't hone in. No, you hone a craft. Yeah, which basically means to perfect something. Oh, it's a homing missile. Yes. Right. So when you're like, when you're like directing a movie, and you go home, you say home in on that. Or Zoom, but if if it's not hone, that's interesting, isn't it? And then we went over how mother load is L O D E, not load. Did we go over that? I think we may have, or maybe we did in private. Well, we did just now. We did just now. So either way, fucking hey. Oh, and I was I had uh uh I had messaged Ian. I, it took me a while to think of what to say because I actually sent him an audio, like a voice fucking memo. Yep. Um, of the Paul McCartney song where he's like, uh, oh, fuck. It's just another day. Yeah. She's headed for the bedroom chair. It's just another day. Yeah. And then he goes, it's just another day. So it took me until last night to realize so I'm like, oh, cha cha cha. He's he's doing like a shaker sound with his mouth. Yeah. But no, he's doing it's j j j j just. Oh, he's like just stuttering. Another, yeah. Like the pa 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 party till I die. Yeah. Yeah. With my chin up high. Fuck, fuck them all. all. Fuck them by. Did you know that, that that song is like has become like a TikTok fucking th- big no, thing it now? Has? Yeah. I'll show you. I love the, it. It deserves it, man. That's a great fucking song. And then the second one, I forget what she says after party. Party till I die. Uh, or party till I drop, right? Oh, wait. Yeah. No, because the, the next one, when she goes, party till I die. And then whenever the next stuttering thing is. And then doesn't she go like. Yeah, but it's like it's like one less stutter. So it's or one more stutter. Right. We'll have to play it at some point. We will play it at some point. But I was saying to Tim Jin that there's fucking feathers everywhere in my driveway. He's got feathers, folks. So like a bird Ooh. got like hit a wind, like got mauled by something. And it could have been Oscar, the uh, orange cat in the area. Oh, that's a good call. I forgot about the cats. That shits in the garden from time to time. Really? There's multiple cats around too. So it's like you never know. Any there, feral ones? I don't think so. And there are all these like little feathers. So I don't think it was like a seagull. You know what I mean? Right. Not that I guess Seagulls are fucking huge. They're dude. so big, dude, and they're disgusting. Not even joking. They're like the size of that computer monitor. Yeah, they are. It was a really bad radio when I'm pointing to things that no one can see. Oh, I love it, dude. Which Tim was like, oh, they're like foxes? And I was like, oh, no, I'm a fucking Oscar. But which brings me back to when uh, I was living at my old house there and... uh a bird flew into the window so fucking hard and it left a perfect imprint oh, God. of just like bird wings and like its face. 
It's like, oh, God. So I went out, and the thing was just sitting on the ground, like, still alive with, like, a fucking, like, broken beak. Oh. And it looked all fucked up, and I was like, oh, God, hopefully this thing's fine. So I ended up, like, putting it in a box and just, like, left it outside, like, under the window. Because I was like, it'll protect him from the rain. Yeah, I'll let's, try let's, and, let's keep him alive. Yeah, I'll, like, try and feed it and stuff, see if it can recover, and then yeah, fly yeah, the fuck yeah. away. So it was there for, like, two days, still alive. I was like, damn, this poor fucking thing, I'm probably going to... I wanted to blow its brains out, but I couldn't because I lived in Massachusetts. And you no longer had the AR-15 capabilities that you now do. I didn't even have the AR yet, but like... You, you have a weapon of war? No, well, I had a handgun, but... That's a weapon of war. It is, yeah, yeah. I couldn't shoot it, though, like at my house, you know what I mean? But anyway, um, then like the third day comes and I like get home from work. I'm like, oh, I'll check on this fucking dumb bird. Feathers everywhere. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> And then I go to like the box. It's just empty. I'm like, uh oh, oh fucking no. fox or something came and the got fox it. Fox is like, I gave you two days, man. <laughs> <laughs> I waited. I thought it was your bird. And then not even that. The fox is saying this to the bird. He's like, listen, man, I gave <laughs> yeah. you two fucking days. I gave you two days to recover, man. You're still here. And the bird's like, you know what? Just take me. The bird's like, just end it. <laughs> the unit, the galaxy's in. I don't know. All Ryan's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why this guy wouldn't just fucking kill me. <laughs> and then the bird goes, You got any Bud Lights? <laughs> Could you spare some Bud Lights? It's, re- it's Ryan Allen <laughs> in- reincarcerated as a fucking bird. He goes, Could you spare any Bud Lights? This is what we would do if, like, we had like a cartoon, like, animation show. It would just be like all sprinkled in with, like, it would go Ryan Allen and then an entire season of shows. Yep. And then just sprinkle in another Ryan Allen. Ryan Allen would always show up asking for Bud Lights. Sometimes in the form of a bird that's dying. Oh. You just never know, dude. I'll bet you we could take the scene from Men in Black where the old man, uh, you know, the little thing inside the old man is dying and just dub over with Ryan Allen. <laughs> and <laughs> and dub over the... But like... I bet you we could totally do that. <laughs> we might be doing that later. And then we'll just put it on Instagram. That would be a great fucking video. Fuck. Can you get me? <laughs> yeah. Oh God! God bless Ryan Allen. But bro, we still have a yeah. bounty out on Ryan Allen. Yeah, there's a large bounty of fifteen dollars on Ryan's head. Don't kill him. Just no, no. We want him alive. Yeah, we want him alive. Just you know, like maybe his uh, Instagram handle or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but bro, it's you, like a reward. You just got back. <laughs> it's like a reward. Hold on, let's just play it real quick. I'm sorry. I didn't even put it on the soundboard yet, but I want to. That should be on the sound trick. Oh, is this still sound, open? Sound whatever the fuck. Oh, it's still open. Is it? Yeah, as was the jackass ding-dong thing. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? He, Dave England, after getting blasted with a doorbell airbag, sounds like, sounds like Ryan Allen. It's like a reward. <laughs> you kill people. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, after this episode, we'll just fucking... We'll just uh, put that on a new track and yeah. fucking airmail it. And it'll be like a reward. 
Uh, yeah, dude, you just got back from Key West. Folks. I did, yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, folks, let's try that one more time. You just got back from Key West. Yes, I did. Um, Unreal. Key West, one of the last uh, sanctuaries of 2019 era freedom. Actually, to be honest, it's it's probably more like 1970 oh, wow. freedom. Jesus. Because anything fucking goes. You walk every bar, you could smoke butts in. Not not like all the fancy ones. That's pretty cool. But all the fucking bars you went to, because there's no windows or doors when these when these places are functioning. So it's just a constant um, breeze. That's the other thing. Key West is so tiny geographically that you know if you stand in the middle of A1A and point in either direction, there's going to be. Uh, the beach, half a mile that way and half a mile that way. So there's a constant breeze. That's pretty cool. I, I was saying, I didn't sweat once. Usually when you're walking around in Florida and fucking hanging out at the bar by yeah. the pool and shit, you're like sweating and right. feel like shit. I felt fucking great. Um, the weather was like <clears throat> exactly 80 degrees. So do they have, they have problems with like hurricanes and shit, don't they? Uh, they would if it weren't for... Luck, because I was talking to, um, I forget who this is. That's the other thing. And I know everyone on vacation is like in a good mood, but even the fucking locals are just, we, Karen and I did not sit down at a bar and some people don't like this. Um, so if you don't like this sort of thing, don't go to Key West, but Karen and I would not be seated at a bar for more than 15 minutes without like immediately striking up a conversation with people around us. And, wow. And it was it was great. But like enjoyable conversation. No, yeah, I like that stuff. Yeah. Um, so, and a lot of them are couples too. They weren't just like creepy bar flies. Yeah, you and Karen walk in, you sit at a bar, you're like, I'll take a Bud Light. She's like, oh, I'll take a margarita. And like, you know, 15 seconds pass. And then some guy goes, oh, so who did you guys vote for? <laughs> that too, It's like that Dave Chappelle thing when he's talking about how white people are super <laughs> yeah. protective. Where the guy's like, he walks into work and uh, Johnson's telling a story and uh, and Dave goes, uh, "Oh, who did you guys vote for this morning?" And he goes, "Whoa, whoa, Dave, Dave, Jesus! You don't just blurt that kind of shit out loud. Come on, man." And he goes, "Sorry, sorry, sorry." So what were you saying? Yes, yeah, so last night I'm fucking my wife, and uh, it's a great it's a great bit. But it's um, good. It's great. It's fantastic. But uh, yeah, Key West is awesome. So we we got to fly right into Key West, um, which. You really only have the luxury of doing if you're from certain areas. Like, oh. Like, I think with JetBlue, unless you're from, like, Chicago, New York, or Boston, mm. you can you you probably can't find a flight directly into Key West. Although, the next time I want to do, I want to land in Miami and then drive down the Keys. Mikami. Because it's only a four-hour drive from Miami to Key West, but there's so many Keys. I oh, think that's probably like, sick. There's a couple hundred Keys. Are you shitting and, me? Um, well, that's kind of... Not a fair thing because they include as keys like random little ones floating with yeah. a couple houses on them, right? Um, but like the major keys, there's probably like 40 or something that like on A1A, but um, right? But anyway, Key West is so fucking sick. So we get we get into the uh shuttle, the hotel was legit three minutes from the airport. Mm. And the airport's fucking cool. Yeah. They have a bunch of, well, not a bunch. They have one bar, but it's, it's, 
it's fun. It's not like Logan where it's like this depressing, like, yeah, I'll get a drink at Boston Beer Works and it's just like right. everyone wants to keel over. But um, so we get into the, we do, we land, we get into the shuttle. Um, the shuttle driver is fucking hilarious. And it's just us and one other couple that was on our plane. And then, uh, so this, the, uh, the shuttle guy's like, oh, where are, you, where are you from? And they're talking to the couple in front of us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, we're from the Boston area, like north of Boston. And they were like, oh, we're north of Boston too. Where are you from? And uh, they were like, oh, you wouldn't know. And I was like, oh. they're like, we're from Drake It. And I was like, whoa, you're from Drake It? And I go, do you know the, do you know the Derbies? And then she goes, oh, like Jess Derby? And I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, because. Her daughter played just played fucking field hockey. Yeah, apparently, yeah. And uh, so it was so funny too because her husband was uh, like didn't really say like anything when we were in the shuttle. Yeah, I was just talking. We were just talking to the wife. Yep. And uh, so anyway, we get out. We check into our room. I think I like, I don't know, farted or something. Yeah. And then uh, we're like, all right, fuck it, let's go down to the hotel bar and grab a drink. And we go down there, and the fucking Drake it people are there. Ah! So we we pull up a seat next go, to them. Whoa, the Drake it people! <laughs> and the the bar is cool because the bar was like it's pretty big, obviously outside, right by the pool. It's a happening hip bar. Mm. It's the kind of bar you want to be at. Right. Dude. It's not just one of those like we'll go to the lobby bar. Yeah. It, it's a bar people that weren't staying there were driving to. Yep. And go in there. Gotcha. Um. So then. We get absolutely hammered with these guys. Like we, so all we've done so far is put our bags in our room and gone to the lobby bar, hoping to get like one drink and then like figure something out. Yeah. And then we got absolutely hammered, and now it's like seven o'clock at night. Oh my god! And we're like, ah, oh, fuck, we got to figure out something to do. <clears throat> and then so we went to this Italian place that was really good. And then the whole time we were in Key West, people were like, the next time you come here. You got to go to this place called Latitudes. It's not a fucking Gold's Gym acquired uh, right company. Yeah. It's this fancy restaurant on Sunset Key. It's on a completely different key. They have to ferry you out there. Eat on the beach is this super exclusive place. But everyone that recommended it to said next time you come because they knew you, you, have to, you, you have to get reservations at least like four months in advance. Right. Um, and it's so funny because everyone I talked to, I'd be like, you know, I'd be like, oh, you, you guys going to do Latitudes when you get down here? And this one guy that looked, you remember my friend Bill Miller who came out, like the fucking yeah, bodybuilder guy? Yep. This one guy was ex- his clone. Yeah. <clears throat> Didn't really look like him, but his personality clone. Sure, yeah, yeah. But he was kind of the bodybuilder guy, whatever. Um, His body was awesome. No, I'm just kidding. Sick. But uh, it was all right. But um, <laughs> he's like, I was like, oh, you're going to go to Latitudes when you're down here. And he's like, I fucking wish, dude. He's like, I've been trying for like weeks to get in that place. And he's like, I literally been checking every day since we've been here. And I was like, yeah. So, anyways, we we were there for a week. So we go to the beach. The beach was great. The uh, water was super warm, and it's like waist high the whole way out. Fantastic. It's great. Um, smoked butts with a bunch of people. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, pretty much got cocked every night. The Italian food in Key West surprisingly is fucking awesome. Every Italian food place you went to was great. Um, you had Italian every night, didn't you? Pretty much because we we would get so drunk by like six o'clock uh-huh. that we're like we need I we need something like heavy yeah and the Italian food just happened to be really good oh then this one Italian place we went to 
So we were doing um we were doing something like a little sunset cruise or I don't know one of the fucking things we did. Uh oh, I think we did like a holiday lights tour because mm. the people in Key West go like all out for yep, fucking yep, yep. Christmas. Christmas. And um and uh so Karen made like a eight o'clock reservation at this Italian place. Yeah. So we get off the holiday tour at like seven thirty, walk over, and um we're like, where the fuck is this place? And there's like, like this tiny little sign like pointing up. And we're like, what the fuck? And then uh so we go upstairs and there's le- there's nobody in there except for one table. And um so we go and we're like, yeah, we have an eight o'clock reservation. <clears throat> and it's just this fucking hilarious actually Italian guy. Yeah. Not like Dr. Fauci who talks like a Jew from Brooklyn. This guy actually sounded like he was like fresh off the boat. Yeah, yeah. But he was fucking hilarious. And um so we're like I'm like, dude, this place is fucking dead with her. And then the guy's like, Oh yeah, sit it right out here. And then uh so then I order so we ordered this uh like charcuterie board thing. Yep. That was oh, so yeah. fucking good. And just so the fuckers at home know, he did the Italian finger thing when he said fucking good. Yeah. Just so you know. Oh, you know what I love? Speaking of Italians, in the clip you've seen the clip of Chris Cuomo where someone calls him Fredo. Uh I it like rings a bell, but I can't like picture it. So these kids went up to Chris Cuomo. Like this is probably like two years ago. Yeah. And it went viral, whatever. Because Chris... So, Fredo, you've never seen The Godfathers, right? I, like, have, but not well, Fredo, recently enough. Fredo is... is uh, I think he's either the oldest or the second oldest brother. And he's, like, kind of a dim-witted pussy. Mm. Right? Great character in the movies. but uh, Or movie, I should say. Uh, but, uh, anyway, he's kind of like the... The dipshit brother that, like, is kind of a beta male. Yeah. Right? So these guys go up to Chris Cuomo, and they go, hey, Fredo. Because I guess it's a thing people say to Italians that they think are pussies. Yeah. and Which is pretty classic. But the funniest part of the clip is Chris Cuomo goes, Fredo, that's an insult. He goes, you look Italian. You're Italian. He goes, yeah. He goes, Fredo, that's an insult to our people. It means you're weak. And he goes, it's like the the N-word for Italians. And then it's so funny because I thought the clip was hilarious anyway. Yeah. And then it didn't dawn on me until later. Chris Cuomo just explained the guy's insult. Right. The guy called him Fredo to insult him. And and then he goes, no, no, Fredo, that means weak. That's an insult. Yeah. It's like, yeah, thanks for explaining what I meant to do. Right. It's like if someone calls me a bitch, they go, no, no, no. Bitch is like for like a woman or like an annoying person. Yeah. They go, yeah. Right. Anyway, <laughs> um, this guy wasn't afraid of. Um, so he, uh, the food was awesome. And then, oh, then I ordered a uh, a uh, chicken thing and he basically called me a fag. Did he? And then he goes, he goes, no, 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 man. You get you get chicken anywhere. What the fuck are you ordering chicken for? And then I go, and then he had some. Uh, <clears throat> Some kind of fish that was on the special. So I go, give me that. And he goes, no, nah, no, nah. He goes, I want to get you the, the veal something. You're like, why'd you even give me a fucking menu? Dude, and he brought out the veal and it had this like, like I don't know if it was like prosciutto or something like that that was like this thin thing on top. Yo, yeah. It was so fucking good. Was it, um, 
veal salt and boca? Yeah, I think that is what it is. I get that at, like at every Italian restaurant. Dude, I'm going to get that now too. So fucking good. Go to Amalfi in Salem. Oh yeah, I've been there. And get that. All right. It's my jam. Do you have to wear a suit coat to get in there? No, definitely not. Um, but yeah, it was great. And then, so then we're just hanging out. And then you could tell because it was just the chef who was this old Italian guy. Yeah. That was hilarious. And then this waiter. Yeah. I think it was like his nephew. Oh, shit. It was just them working there. And you could tell like they just wanted to stop because at one point a group of six people walk in and the guy goes, nah, nah, I'm sorry. The, the kitchen's closed. Yeah, the yeah. kitchen's closed. <laughs> and then the, so then the, it's just us and then one table with these two ladies in it. Yeah, yeah. So then the chef is pulling up, pulls up a chair to the ladies. He's talking yeah. with them. I think he knows them. And then the other guy sits up there. And then they're bringing us fucking bottles of wine and limoncello. And like we spent like three and a half hours there. Oh we were smoking butts out there. Yeah. It was great. It was That's awesome. fucking great. And then it was funny, too, because we read the reviews. And it was like, this place is alarmingly dead when you walk in. But like the food is awesome. That's sick. But um, And then, so anyways, to cap this whole story off, I won't bore you more with the honeymoon. So then we ended up meeting up with these Draco people so often because Karen was Karen had her number. So then like a third night there, they're like, oh, we're at this place. So then Karen and I, we were, and everything is so close. So Karen and I walk over there, got absolutely hammered with them there. Yeah. Then, then we met up with them the next day, got absolutely hammered with them there. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, we're leaving. Um, so Karen and I were leaving Saturday. They were leaving Thursday. So it's Wednesday night. They're like, let's grab breakfast at the hotel tomorrow. We're leaving, and we're going to just grab breakfast before we go to the plane. So we're like, yeah, yeah, sure. So then we're grabbing breakfast, and then they go, uh, We're get- so again, we're getting hammered with them. Yeah. The-, the most drunk I ever was on the whole trip started with that breakfast <laughs> because that breakfast I drank. Uh, seven screwdrivers, I think, Jesus. in like in like three hours or oh two and a half God. hours, and then just had to keep it going. Otherwise, I'd be in bed. Right. And then, um, and so we sit halfway through breakfast. She goes, "Oh!" And the thing pops up on her phone, and she goes, "This is the Drake it lady, Chrissy." And uh, and they're oh, so when I was saying the husband was like super stoic in the shuttle, yeah. he was fucking hilarious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. She's like, oh, shit, when we first booked this trip, we were supposed to say till Saturday. But then the husband found tickets to fucking Phil Collins for <laughs> for Thursday night. Okay. So they're like, they're like, so we're flying back on Thursday. But she's like, I forgot to cancel our Friday Latitudes reservation. So she was like, do you guys want it? And we're like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, so we didn't do anything and somehow landed reservations. And everyone that I became friendly with at the bar that we had talked about latitudes with, I was like, dude, guess where we're going tonight? They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then we went on the we went on the shuttle and the uh <laughs> the all the shuttle drivers are like super fucking overly friendly to the point where it's like suspicious. Yeah. And this one guy was like, Oh, where are you guys going tonight? We're like, we're going to latitudes. And the literally the whole the whole shuttle did this. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. <laughs> and we did Latitudes. It was great. I had like a fucking... Is it wag, Wagyu or Wagyu? How do you pronounce it? See, I've heard Wagyu. Yeah, maybe Wagyu. Wagyu, Wagyu. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Let's go with Wagyu for now. Because Wagyu just sounds like Anthony Fauci saying Ragu. Yeah. Ragu. Let's just stay inside and eat some Wagyu. <laughs> The vaccine is fine if you stay inside. 
But um, but no, the honeymoon was a success. It was great. That's fantastic, <laughs> folks. Now, is anyone in Key West um, concerned about it capsizing? I didn't oh. change it. Well, you said. <laughs> I wish we had the clip of that. Didn't we? You said the clip of that guy well, saying that Guam is going to capsize. So the reason a lot of the, sh- even a bunch of the shit that I've already said are referenced already. The reason I'm saying those things is because they're things from the the older episodes that I listened to today on my fucking five hours right. in the car. Gotcha. And we talk about this exact thing. We're like, why don't we have that clip? And it's because I looked up the clip and tried to get it, and the audio is, like, so uh, bad. Yeah, because it's, like, from that old... I think that was probably, like, 2000-whatever, early aughts. And, yeah. Uh, it's, like, C-SPAN footage. Yeah. It fucking sucks. And, like, his microphone's terrible. And Yeah, he is... That's Hank, uh, or... Uh, what the fuck? Yeah, his name's Hank. Yeah, I know his... I, I forget his fucking somewhere name. On that. He's one of the dumbest people to, so to ever man. serve in Congress. Um but oh, I think I like circumvented answering your question with this long, uh, circuitous story. <laughs> Which is basically, if you want to be a member of Congress, just do what people tell you. You don't have to be smart. You could be a fucking moron. I think it's actually an asset to be dumb, because if you're logical, all right. So a smart person, and you'll have like moral conundrums if you're smart and shit. Right. right. So let's say, all right. This is what happens if you're smart. Yep. A reporter. Not that this... Ha- Actually, this is why they can be dumb, because no one reports anymore. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. They go, okay, so... 80% of all Omicron cases in the U.S. are among vaccinated people, right? That's literally true. It's on CNN. Yep. And you go, okay, this is why if you're... This is why if you're smart, it's an issue. Yeah. So 80% of Omicron cases in the United States are among vaccinated people. Seventy-three percent of all COVID cases are Omicron. Mm-hmm. Therefore, fifty-eight percent of all COVID cases in the United States are among vaccinated people. How can you still say that this vaccine works? If you're smart, you go, "Ah, oh, yeah, that's a good point." So basically, sixty percent of the cases in the entire country are among vaccinated people. Ah. That yeah, that's kind of a that's kind of a conundrum. Where if you're dumb, right. you go, well, "What are you What are you watching? Fox News? I'm not. I'm not. Gonna, I don't know. Because I don't know. I don't watch Fox. I don't know. Right. And you walk away. Right. So it's actually better to be dumb. Yeah. Anyway, or anyway. a fucking bitch. Oh. Oh. Fuck. Yep. A fucking bitch. Oh, she's. Such He's a, absolutely right. She is such a Kardashian. But um, the uh oh. I circumvented your question. Don't they get absolutely annihilated with hurricanes? Oh, yeah. Basically, yes, but they've been very, very lucky. They they said they haven't had like a really direct hit hurricane in, I think, 20 years or something. Oh, nice. But that's just pure luck. Yeah. So they really haven't had to deal with... They'll get a bunch of flooding. and sh- I think a couple years ago, there actually was like, Six feet of water on like Duval Street, which is ah, the main drag, fuck. which they get fucked on. But they said that they have not had a direct hurricane hit in twenty or thirty years or something, maybe even longer. I don't know. So the clock's ticking. But basically, you could be wiped out at any time. So basically, once the next one hits them really bad, if you move there, like 
a year after. Now the chances of it happening again are super slow. Exactly. And you probably you just, get prime real estate right. uh, prices. Right. I, but they said they're more worried about overpopulation because they're more worried about capsizing <laughs> than a direct hit to the island. I said crowds. <laughs> I really want an Anthony Fauci dog toy. Oh, yeah. Me, Tim, and Eric were talking about this. Mostly you and Eric. But it's such a fucking good idea. I think it would sell like fucking sliced bread. Ignoring how the... Oh, wait. That's not... An attack on me is an attack on science. And then you, the dog's just ripping it apart. <laughs> and then it just I keeps, said crowds. Yeah, it keeps ripping it apart. And he says... I said crowds. It's so funny because my... So my impression is post-vocal surgery. Oh, so right. I don't go for the uh, the scratchy couchy, which is makes sense. It's because I I don't feel like hurting my throat. Right. The early Fauci is the better impression. Right. But now you just talk like a Jew, <laughs> like Woody Allen, <laughs> mixed with a little bit of Bob Dylan. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's a Jew. Yeah, perfect. He is. You know, obviously, I re- I read the New York Times like all day long, uh, mainly on my iPad. If you read the New York Times, you're probably wrong on half the like. Well, I won't go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I really do want to take. It doesn't have to be a IQ test. Mm. Though I'm fine with that, but I more like a um, current events quiz. Yeah. And I would love to go against who scores better, me or a PhD candidate who reads the New York Times, the Washington Post, and watches CNN. I would say you would, but it depends on who's grading this paper. Let's say... Or, two- or is it one of those things where we use magic to make sure that the... Answers are yeah. Let's say it's a it's a fantastical scenario where the truth is just the truth. Yeah, um, you'd win. Yeah, I don't even think it'd be close. No, wouldn't. Definitely fucking wouldn't. And I'm pretty fucking dumb. I'm just not brainwashed. Yeah, well, you're a big guy. Well, that's a good point. And I have a cock, so I'm happy. Actually, no, not all, not all people with cocks are happy, but all happy people have cocks. Yeah, change people to men. Yeah, exactly. There you go. That's what I was going to say. Nice, dude. Fuck, huh? Although the amount of people with cocks has probably gone up. It has. Because the transgender. It probably has. Ah, but then the amount of people that cut their cocks off. Maybe it's even. Maybe it's just a wash. I think more women become men than the other way around. I think it used to be more men became women. Yep. And I think now it's, it's, you know, a la mode to, to, uh, to get the cock rather than remove the cock. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's... I think... I think trans men are the trend and trans women are kind of dying out. I mean, I think that's valid. I'm just trying to see if I have any notes and and um, I, for some reason, don't know how to navigate my own phone. What else... Uh, wow, I don't know how to use this. I feel like there was something I was going to talk to you about. What the fuck was it? Hmm. I don't know, fuck. Interesting. Can't find my podcast notes anymore. You make me feel so young. 
Oh, somebody played that song. We were in uh, fucking Key West. Yeah, nothing here. Can't figure it out. Okay. Um. Yeah, dude. Fucking what else? What else? Dude, the masks on the planes. Snakes on a plane? Got to fucking go. Oh, the Dragon couple was telling us one of the more recent flights they were on. Uh-huh. This guy. Oh, am I boring you? Is that a fucking... You're yawning on the I air, did yawn, dude? but it wasn't out of boredom. Uh, um, the one of the flights they were on, a guy was eating a bag of chips. Oh, Jesus Christ. And a man came over to him like 10 minutes later. And he goes, excuse me, do you know how much longer you're going to be eating with your mask down? You're making my wife nervous. And then the guy, and I guess the guy's wife leaned over and said, you can tell your wife to go fuck herself, <laughs> which is really the only proper response. Yeah, pretty much. But so she's obviously a dumb cunt that why are you flying if you're that worried about COVID? But imagine what a pussy that guy is. And this is what I also think. I I can't tell if cunty women seek submissive pussy men. It makes sense that they would. Or if they kind of marry an equal and then just drive him into the submissive right. character. Because if Karen ever said, you need to go tell that guy to put his mask on, I'd be like, you no. need to fucking read a scientific journal on <laughs> the horribleness of COVID <laughs> and then calm the fuck down. Yeah. But I think the masks on the plane are going to be like the take your shoes off. I think Permanent. one one guy failed at lighting a shoe on fire and now everyone has to take their shoes off. Right. That's what's going to happen. Right. And then the, even though that the fucking... Isn't the circulation in a in a uh, airplane cabin like the best in the fucking world? People yeah. used to smoke butts really on good. planes, and if you were sitting next to me, you wouldn't even notice. Yeah, because it's just sucking right up. Yep, that's what they say. They say it's real fucking good, real good circulation. You know, fuck. You know, fuck. I know, fuck. <sighs> you hell? make me feel so young. Uh, Ian's coming on eventually. He's uh, what? Ian is coming on eventually. Tonight? No, no. Eventually. Yeah, we got to have that Beatles talk. To talk about the Beatles. How did Nitwit like you get so tasteful? You know. And it's going to be great. Because Ian's a great guy. A lot of loyalty for a hired guy! Ian is a great guy. Dude, we should do like a jam session with Ian too. Oh, imagine? That'd be great. Imagine if I could... Imagine if I was able to... Imagine if... I had played my drums at some point within the past two years. <laughs> well, hey, I do want to record soon. Me too. So maybe next week we can we can do start doing that shit. Yeah, but like where? You know what I mean? Well, we don't need to fucking do like full band shit. We can. I have like he's a little right. acoustic-y thing. Folks, he's right. We could record that to the metronome if you yep. want. Yep. And then just piece by piece layer that shit in. Uh-huh. Just do a song by song thing. I'm down. Like the fucking Beatles fuck. What am I not down? You know what we also need to fucking totally re-record? What? Is uh, that thing you do. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. Because that came out great, and I can't find a copy of it anywhere, but it happened. Dude, I got to ask my mom for that. She definitely has a copy. And I have like three hard drives over here with like 
our entire history of everything we've recorded on them, but they're like fucked up, so I can't get it off. So I need Nick to do it, and it's gonna take him probably fucking a long time to do. So I don't want to like make him do it. You know what I mean? Did you and you watch the video, your best man speech? I watched that. It's great. Yeah, that came out great. Great fucking speech. Yeah, you know, I uh, I did what I could. I wish I went through a little slower, just because. Um, I didn't even. I didn't really even give the audience time to chuckle. I thought it was fine. I, I was like, I, I thought it had a good chuckles. pace, dude. Yeah. Well, that's fine. You know. I know what you mean. Like, you, you know kinda- what I thought was kind of fucking weird too is I think, and I think that these people just didn't understand the joke. Yeah. But when I said uh, today the Sullivans gained a daughter and the Baztecs gained a son, but I think the Sullivans made out with the better. Yeah, that was a idea. great ending. Line. So, like half the fucking crowd went, "Oh!" Like really? they were offended. I was like, "Are you fucking dumb?" They did. Yeah. I was like, clearly they don't get the joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or something. But I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's fucking. Because I remember while I was there, I actively was like, "What fucking idiot is ooing that?" Yeah, that is very. That's weird. hilarious. Because what I'm implying is Tim's a piece of shit and Karen's great. That's funny. Yeah, and it's a classic kind of old school little ribbing thing. Exactly. I thought it was a great. It was the perfect ending line, closing line. Cl- a clothesline. No, but I. But a lot of people loved it. I'd say it's like probably. Oh yeah. Uh, it was probably like. 90 to 10 of the confused people going like, whoa. Right. I was basically a famous person the rest of the fucking weekend. Well deserved. Well deserved. I I should give my uncle some credit, though, because that's the line he... That's the line. That's the line he used at my father's wedding, I think. Ah, it's a great line. And so then I also used it at my brother's. And it fucking killed. So I was like, oh, dude, using this at every wedding for the rest of forever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Use it at yours, killed again. Yep. So now anybody who hears it. So now if it, I'm ever a best man, I'll use that. Exactly. Yep. It's it's like the perfect spider web of, oh, that's a good closer. Well, it's just a classic. Whoa. <laughs> you step on a duck? It's the classic, just old-fashioned, good feeling. Because the other thing, too, I find that because I like... You know, I like talking shit, but in a nice way. Yeah. And so, like, you know how like I- idiot is a term of endearment with yes. me? Yes. I'm not going to call you an idiot unless I really like you. Right. And I'm serious. No, I know. And, uh, but if I say that around the wrong, like, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like if, if we're out somewhere and I'm like, oh yeah. Look at uh, this idiot. Sorry, I was late. This idiot told me the reservation was eight o'clock. Everyone's like, uh, they don't know what to do, right? Because they're like, oh, is this awkward? Like, does he actually like throw words at his friend? <laughs> so the line you used straddles that same vibe I'm going for, mm. but to pretty much ninety nine percent of the population, it's like, oh, I get it. I actually, when I originally wrote the speech, had some of like this idiot. In right. there. But I was like, you know what? Like some people aren't gonna get it. Yeah, it doesn't translate well for some reason. Right. It doesn't a that's a Sullivan thing. Everyone in the Sullivan is this idiot. Like you'll never see my Uncle Mark or my Uncle Mike or my dad or any of them you'll they'll never say, Yeah, back when uh that was Mark's idea when we did that. They'll always go, Yeah, it was this idiot's idea. <laughs> like And everyone's laughing and smiling. So I always my my experience of someone calling someone an idiot is like it's a friendly thing. Right. Like you're an idiot. Right. 
Because there's so many other names reserved for people you actually hate. Right. You're never going to be really, really pissed off. Some guy cuts you off. What an idiot. This fucking idiot. You're going to be like this fucking motherfucking piece of shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, oh yeah. You're going to really get into the... Oh yeah. You're going to you know? lean right into you go, it. You go for the consonants, not the vowels. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Idiot just isn't satisfying. Right, dude. The other day, I don't know if Jess was like Adderall doubt or something, but she was um, like telling me, she was telling me a story. She was saying like every like two seconds, which she does. You and know. once you catch it, it's like. It's so distracting and you just want to be like, stop saying like. But uh, <laughs> she was like, yeah, so like I went to this thing and like the, so they like put the tree up, right? Like, so like then I'm like cutting it. And then she like short circuited. It was like, and like, 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 and like, like, and so like, and I was like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, hit the brakes. And she didn't even like realize it happened. <sighs> and I was like, do you even know what the fuck just happened? She's like, no, what? I'm like, you just said like 44 times in two seconds. Yeah, maybe she just was at her all down and the, uh, the wires she were literally going... short circuited. And then she, and then from there she was just rolling on the ground laughing because that's what happens if you make her laugh too much. Like when, she, when the popcorn went everywhere yeah 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 game over she was just on the floor laughing incapacitated <laughs> sarah i ate all that popcorn by the way it was fucking delicious oh yeah that was great dude white chocolate popcorn you knew what that that was a thing sarah is like you know in the movies when there's like that very now i'm saying like all the time fuck well we do it all the time we just I know but i'm i'm self-conscious of when i do it yeah i try and i not. hate Listening to this podcast when I do it. Yeah. I fucking hate it. Right. But I'm a millennial, so I'm it's it's just too deeply programmed. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Well, I used to do it way more than I do it now, and then my brother was like, Stop fucking saying like. I was like, I say it. And now I'm kind of conscious of it. Yeah. I know I still do it, but I know. I really wish I was born in I don't know. But the fucking nineteen eighty nine instead of ninety. I do this, um I don't even know if people fucking know this. I I host this like finance podcast. Yeah, no one knows you do that because you don't you don't plug it on the show. I don't really want to. It's like two separate lives. I don't want mixing. You know what I mean? As you're about to, s- as I'm talking about it. But um, I host this this like finance podcast for this like this uh, you know investing Discord that I'm in, right? And the uh, lead guy who like made the channel fucking ten years ago or whatever. Guy picked me and he was he said it was because he listened to my podcast and he was he said i was just about to say and he was like he said you don't say um like or do any of that dumb shit he's like so can you please just host the podcast and he like (laughs) begged me i was like yeah sure you go um right yeah like i'll do that i'll be doing the podcast and i hear myself saying like um and but he's just sweating yeah i'm like god damn it like i'm gonna lose my fucking job I'm going to lose my job that I don't get paid for. That's totally volunteer work that I don't feel like doing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got to stop saying that. But sometimes it's like I can't stop. That's the other thing. That This is how horrible. Instead of saying sometimes I can't stop. I say sometimes it's like I can't stop. It's so I fucking know. unnecessary. It's so useless. It's so unnecessary and superfluous and dumb. And yet... Who is the fucker that started doing that? I don't know. Cause it's so pointless. How long do you cook the chicken for? I don't know, like fifteen minutes. Yeah. I don't know, fifteen minutes. It's the don't, same. Fu- oh god! Don't need to fucking say it. Right. Fucking ridiculous, dude. Yeah. 
Yeah, we went to like Key West for the weekend. Oh, did you or did you go to fucking Key West? <laughs> so so just replace like with fucking. We went I to don't know, fucking, fucking 15 minutes? Yeah, we went to fucking Key West. Yeah, at least that's like definitive. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Dude, I, I really can't stop. Let's get off the uh, off the subject. <laughs> oh, I'm, uh, hang on a sec. I'm going to grab me a beer. <laughs> I'll take one too, please. What's your dog's What's name? What's your dog's name? Cody. Be still Cody. Drainage, Eli. Something about Daniel Play- Plainview's like anger voice, or even just his voice, actually, at all in that movie. I want to do it all the time, but it shreds my fucking vocal cords, so I can only do it in like small spurts. Otherwise, I'd probably just... That would just be my normal voice. I love it that much. You know what I mean? Well, speaking of uh, Dana Day-Lewis, first of all, Paul Thomas Anderson's new movie comes out next this week, and it looks so fucking good. We still haven't seen French Dispatch, by the way, which is playing nowhere. I know. But, yeah, that's, go on. that's the thing with, with Wes Anderson. My two favorite filmmakers are both Andersons. Paul Thomas Anderson gets way more playtime in theaters around here than Wes Anderson but both their movies pretty much flop the same, uh, not critically, but uh, financially. Yeah. Uh, not that they flop, but they basically don't make any money. They're not blockbusters. If anything, Wes Anderson's movies make more money. Like, I think... <laughs> Grand Budapest and Moonrise Kingdom, I believe, made a lot of money. But... um. Paul Thomas Anderson recently was talking, or maybe it wasn't recently. I was just maybe watching an old interview. Somebody was asking about Dana Day Lewis method acting, and they said, uh, "Does that ever get annoying when he's like in character the whole time?" <clears throat> and Paul Thomas Anderson said, "He's he said now you're trying so hard not to do it that it's like inter." Oh God, this is miserable. This is, <laughs> this, is, this is what hell is. This is like when that's fu- no, that's fine because it's a simile. This is like when you're a burglar trying to tap dance the lasers on the floor. Yeah, you have to be quick, but you can't be sloppy. Right. So you're trying to have fluidity to your words, but you also want to make sure that you're thinking ahead enough. One word down the line that you can delete the like before it enters your mouth. Right. And you don't also don't Exit want to sound mouth. like a robot. That was fine. That was fine. Um, but Paul Thomas Anderson said, uh, he said, it's not like he's method to the point where he's completely in character. I have to yell cut and tell him where to stand. And he has to go home and memorize his line. Like, he knows he's in a movie. <laughs> It's not like he shows up as Daniel Plainview and I just yell action. Right. He had like we have to discuss the blocking of scenes. He's like, uh, Daniel, could you stand over here? He goes, Who are you? I'm an oil man. <laughs> right. He's like, he's not retarded. Yeah. He's not a lunatic <laughs> that thinks he's an actual oil tycoon. <laughs> um But it is kind of funny because doesn't it actually mean and Daniel Day Lewis is is I think one of the most talented actors out there. Well, I know he is. Um, but doesn't it give off the vibe that you're not a good actor? Like, if someone said, 
you're going to play Abraham Lincoln, and you need to be really, really convincing. Yep. Me, and it's going to be directed by Steven Spielberg, and it's probably going to get a ton of Oscar buzz, and it's going to, you're going to be on camera forever. It's going to live on camera forever. I would say, fuck, I'm so bad at acting that the only way I could get into the mindset of Abraham Lincoln, I'd have to live out in the woods and chop my own firewood and ride a horse. I'd have to go out of my way to figure out how to do this. I feel like I would just read a bunch of books on Abraham Lincoln and go, okay, all right, I'm ready. Well, that's what a good actor would do. That's what I'm saying. It almost seems like Daniel Day-Lewis... It makes him sound like a shitty actor that he needs to do all this homework. Right. But obviously, everything he does is awesome. He wins Oscars, so it's working. If I come down there and find that you've been lying to me, I'm going to take more than my money back. Is I that love- all right with you? That's the other thing that's so great about uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. His movies seldom have plots. They have plots. They don't need them. Well, but, right. But... His dialogue is so good. And I love how if you had to see all of his movies. Yeah, what's you, the plot of The Master? Could you tell me that? No. It's more of a synopsis. Right. But have I watched it like six times? Yeah. The last time I, sw- I saw it, though, I definitely had way more of a clarity on. Because I was paying way more attention to what Philip Seymour Hoffman is teaching them. Yeah. Because his religion is about being above your your base instincts like animals. Yeah. And then so Freddy Quell literally looks like a fucking he ape. Is a fucking animal. Follows all of his instincts, <laughs> doesn't isn't able to suppress a single thing. And like I was able to like fuck. That's all right. You're doing great. Th- that would be a great skit. An intervention. Yep. The family says we're here. We need you to not say like. Yeah. And like. (laughs) Oh, God. It is hell. It's like hell inside your own mind. I will say I know it based on other bad habits I've had. Yeah. If I really, really do go out of my way. To not say it for two weeks. Yeah. It'll be like launch and I won't won't say it again. Three days. Yeah. yeah, We'll get you over the hump. Yeah. That's what I need to do. I'm going to work on it, too. I need to detox. I'm going to force Jess to work on it, too. It's Because it's so bad. And I've turned off our own podcast because I'm saying like too much. And I'm like, I can't. Well, and that's how you fix it. Like, oh, fuck. (laughs) God damn it. But like, that's what I'll do to Jess. When she's telling a story. Keep You have to keep badgering. If she's just liking, I'm going to just hit record. And be like, okay, I'm gonna play back yep. what you just sounded like, and yep. c- count count how many times you say like, mm-hmm. and then she'll be like, I fucking said that, and I'll be like, yep, yep, I'll be That's like, to do yep. <laughs> and another way too is to be annoying. I remember it seems so well when my brother called me out. I wanted to fucking kill him, but like yeah. he had a valid. No, but point. it seems like such a dick move because I remember at the time it seems like a dick move, but it actually works because I remember at the time when I was like probably nine or ten when I was hanging out with Casey. And I would say, uh, I would mix up my uh, my my what and and which my what and witches. Yeah, and he would interrupt me like mid sentence. Like, hey, like, me that guitar. What one? 
He's like, no, which one? Exactly. Yeah. And then after doing that, it's like, um, it's 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 like electric shock. Yeah. Pavlov. Like you start being so fucking nervous. Yeah. <laughs> but it works. It does. And I noticed. You know what's so funny? When, with between you and I, is obviously incorrect. Notice how no one ever says like, Jess and I went to the movies. Yeah. And uh, between you and me, that's correct. It feels so wrong. But everyone says, me and Jess went to the movies, and uh, between you and I. So they're just wrong both times? Yeah, but for some reason, people say, between you and I. It's like, wait, so the person that wants to use me all the time, right? when it's correct, you always go with I. It's I've just noticed that with people all the time they'll say between you and I, but they'll never say, "Oh yeah, Karen and I went out to uh, right. a bar." Right, dude. Well, you know what they say. You're a big guy. Yeah, the easiest way to do it is to switch the sequence. Always, like, I can picture people incorrectly saying, "Yeah, here's a gift from uh, from Jess and I." Yeah, but they never say, "Here's a gift from I and Jess." Because they they know right away that doesn't fucking work. It's right, fr- it's from me and Jess. Right. Th- but those are easy once you start doing it. Right. I'm really concerned about this like thing. It's f- it's fucking bad. <clears throat> I'm actually I'm pissed. Where are you at with, with Christmas shopping? You good? Christmas. Christmas. Um. Well, I don't know if I'm good yet. I ordered Karen two things that are supposed to get here on the 23rd, which is is that t- uh, I think it's Thursday. Um, parents are all set. Sister's good. Yeah, other than Karen's, like I, I got a few things I need to get. I'm pretty good. How you doing? I'm great. Here's here's the th- the thing, dude. Is ever since my siblings had children, yes, the Christmas dynamic has completely changed, and for the yeah, better, you got a lo- oh for the better, arguably. Okay. So, for the better, in my opinion, yes. Okay, so what we agree is everyone just buy the kids' gifts. Don't buy, like, we're not buying my parents' gifts. My parents aren't buying us gifts. I don't buy my brother and sister gifts. We just buy gifts for That's the kids. That's great. I like that a lot. It's fantastic. Because none of us need anything. And then I'm, like, walking around yeah, the mall. Yeah, all cocks. Being like, what dumb fucking thing that my dad doesn't need should I get him? That's the thing. It's so, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ah, not obligatory, but something. Yeah, it's close to that. It's um it's basically like going through the motions. Yeah. No, I don't think so that's why I always get my dad this year I got my dad um uh, a framed picture from the wedding that he'll like. That very nice, very nice. And then I, but I always get him It's just the picture of him holding up a plastic cup of bourbon. Yeah, yeah. I'll always get him cigars and golf balls, two things that will go away when he's done using them and he'll yeah. never have them again. Yeah. But I know that he's going to use it because if I buy my dad, my dad's not uh, very exploratory with stuff. He he's, says the same things. If you dropped him back in 1970, yeah, he wouldn't be like, fuck, there's no like, Wi-Fi. He just wouldn't even notice. Right. He'd be like, all right, phone's right there. Yep. He'd do the same shit that he does now. Yes. So what am I going to get that guy? Things that fall within the shit. I think he would wear clothes I got him. Like I think if, yeah. I, if I got him like a nice pair of dress shoes because he's a suit guy. Yeah. He'd wear that. Right. Uh, 
But uh, but then my but my grandmother always gets some shoes. He hasn't. My dad has not bought his own shoes in I think forty five years. I mean that's pretty cool. I mean, granted, my parents probably will. Even buy. though my grandmother doesn't know where she is, so let's hope that the shoes are shoes. <laughs> but what are you saying? She get she gives him like uh, she gives him Crocs or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She gives him yellow Crocs. And that's the other thing. <laughs> you go. She gets some Crocs. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She gets some Crocs. Like I just steal your joke. <laughs> Loser. No, but I'm sure my parents will still get me and my brother and sister shit. Just right, as, so it's the perfect thing. Right, but we don't have to get them shit. Right, it's great. It's a net positive. But it is. But Christmas is the only time I would get things that I won't buy myself. Obviously. So, for instance, I fought. I fought the like. I said, yep. for instance, yep, um, dress pants. Or really nice Brooks Brothers shirts. Right. Shit like that. I'm not going to fucking buy that shit. I'm not going to spend $130 on a fucking shirt. Right. When I have four of them already. Why do I need another totally. shirt? My mom's going to probably buy me one. And I'll be like, oh, this is awesome. That's why it's a great gift because it's something that you want but wouldn't choose to buy. Right. And then the, it's funny because I used to have these Janowski uh, shoes, which are these very comfortable these shoes? sneakers. Ooh. Kev has multiple pairs, as do a couple of other friends. I had a pair once. They were the best fucking shoes ever. I went. I wore them to a Halloween party, and it was freezing at the Halloween party, and there was a bonfire, and I kept putting my feet up on the thing to warm my, my toesies, yep. and I melted the shoes. Oh, no. Not knowing at the time, of course. Um, I had to throw them away because it was so bad that like you couldn't even walk with them. It, like. The plastic was like all lumpy and it hurt your feet so fucking bad. So I just throw them away. Not knowing that they stopped making these fucking shoes. And then last year for Christmas, I was like, oh, Jess, can you buy me these shoes? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll buy you those shoes. And then she got me some other like really nice shit. So she didn't buy me this, the sneakers. So I'm like, hey, this year, can you actually buy me the fucking shoes? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's like, oh, uh, they don't make them anymore. I'm like, God damn no. it. So now I just can't get them unless I fucking, you know. Because you wore them to the fire. Yeah. You should have been in soon. Unless I go to StockX and spend way too much money. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's a good... I said crowds. You know what? It's funny because I think that's probably how it always was. I doubt when I was little my uncles were getting my parents' gifts, but maybe they were. I don't know. My dad's very techie, too, so he buys me like... He'll usually buy me some random techie thing I didn't even know existed. Like He got me this thing. I don't know if you've heard of a Wooger. It's in that fucking drawer. I'll pull it out in a minute. But it's this thing that like VR people are really into. I have the smaller version. It's like just this little circle thing that you strap to your chest. And it basically is is kind of similar to, instead of saying it's kind of like, <laughs> which great. I guess still would have been fine. But it's kind of similar to a, um, a subwoofer. Yep. And it creates, instead of it being bass notes, it like pumps it into your chest. So like if you're gaming... And you get shot. Oh, it'll that's, like that's rad. Pump in your chest, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the really hardcore gamers get a full vest, which has like multiple of the things I have all throughout it. No shit. And then if you're really hardcore and you're playing VR and you have wear the thing, depending on where your character gets shot, is where like the thing will go off. 
So if you get shot in the shoulder, it'll like hit your How shoulder. How does it like know that? Fuck, I did it again. I know, I don't know, I don't fucking know. But my dad got me one last year for Christmas. Here it is. That's a really cool concept. See? See, folks? Can have you, you see used it? it while playing? I have, yeah. And the thing is, is it's not wireless. So you have to be hooked up to like, god damn it. You have to be hooked up to... Uh, wires and shit yeah. so I'm, i kind of have come to the conclusion whenever you know that i'm getting really wordy i'm just avoiding saying like, <laughs> no but i think that's good that's the key right so i've come to the conclusion that it's kind of not worth it yeah because i don't want to be hooked up to a bunch of cables at all times <laughs> this is good though it's self-improvement we should get because they have them those pavlov shocking things and we should just each have controllers for each other. Dude, can we do that? Shock right, the fuck out of each other. Let's order them tonight. Okay. I'm not even kidding. Unless they're mad dough, in which case I'm not fucking. No, if they're it. like less if they're less than thirty bucks. Yeah. <coughs> let's do that. Oh, you know what's so funny? We, uh, we were watching Christmas Vacation the other night. Yeah. Every which, every time I watch that movie, I have a new favorite line from the movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, I slowly discovered that, that that is my favorite Christmas movie. Oh, it's so good. Which I discovered two years ago. But um, so I didn't discover the movie. I discovered it was my favorite so movie. So this year, my favorite line is, not that it's a line, my favorite little scene is when <laughs> Clark goes, they're at the dinner table, and, Clark, and he goes, <laughs> hey, kids, I saw on the news that a satellite picked up Santa's sleigh. He should be here in a couple hours. And then Eddie takes a bite of his food and he goes, You serious, Clark? <laughs> so and then, good. And then Clark just looks at him. <laughs> but I love how Eddie's that dumb. Where are you going to put a tree that big, Griswold? Oh, that, that's typically my favorite line. Why don't you bend over and I'll show you. You got a lot of nerve saying that to me, Griswold. I wasn't talking to you. I just love the way he says it. I also love how Griswold actually is destroying the neighbors' lives, <laughs> but they never do anything about it. Right. Like they just deal with it. But um oh, it sucks that Chevy Chase just his career kind of just like his career kind of just washed away. Yeah. People said he was a dick. No, I think that's I think that was a part of it. I think people just don't like working he with him. He was just too cool for school. But man, he was funny, dude. Why is everything wet? What the fuck is his name? Uh, oh, fuck, I can't remember his name. And he goes, I don't know, Margo. Oh, we love that line. That yeah. fucking shit's so good. What the fuck's his name? Um, oh, fuck. We God just, we just watched it the other night. Me too. I just fucking, I quote this line all day long. I don't know, Margo. I love how it's Margo. Uh, neighbors' names in uh, uh, Christmas vacation. See if I can find it faster. I don't know. Todd. Todd. Why is everything wet, Todd? (laughs) I don't know, Margo. They're the perfect embodiment of just the smug oh yeah rich people that are so unhappy like they work out with like this the silver jumpsuits yep and they got the super nice stereo system and just all the fucking furniture everything's glass glass tables and shit yep oh it's perfect so funny but i think if i had to rank my favorite christmas movies 
It goes Christmas vacation. And then it goes, and people will probably get pissed at me for this, but this is just how it is. Christmas vacation, the Santa Claus, and then Home Alone. I think mine goes. You take your time, pal. I think my Santa Claus is so teetering at the top for me. So I could see about 80% of the population saying Santa Claus is in your top three. And I'm like, fuck yeah, it is. Santa Claus is in my top two. Yep. Santa Claus is so fucking good. Oh, it's great. Anyone who... I will have an... A reasonable debate on this podcast with someone if they want to challenge it. It's a great fucking movie. It is. And Tim Allen is so good. Oh, his lines are his one liners are so good. When it comes to making fun of a psychiatrist, he just kills it. He goes, We are really worried about Charlie and his <laughs> imagination. And he goes, Well, pff, oh, what's the what's that fucking guy's name? Uh he just wants that one too. Um Neil. Yeah. You should have bigger worries than that, Neil. Like, where are you going to get more sweaters like that when the circus leaves town? And then I love when he leaves, and then the wife looks at him and goes, fine, you were right about the sweater. <laughs> but the plot of the Santa Claus is so good. Yeah. Because it's what really would happen. The kid really would uh, be seeing shrinks. They really would fight a custody battle. Yeah. That's what's so great about the movie is it's not all this lovey-dovey shit. Right. It's a great fucking movie. And Tim Allen at the beginning when he takes the kid to Denny's and it's all the loser dads. Yeah. And it's all the loser dads that all fucked up their uh, Christmas Eve dinner. Burn a turkey. Um, But uh, he has a bandage (laughs) on his end. But uh, I would say my favorite, I would say my favorites go, my top three are Home Alone 2. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, Santa Claus and then Christmas Vacation. Okay. And there's so many of the old ones that I fucking love. Like, I love White Christmas. That's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I mean, you can go on and on and on. I just watch, like, the same But well, we have this, basically the same top three. And I do love A Christmas Story, but it's just not in my top three. Yeah, I love pretty much every Christmas movie. What's so great about a lot of these Christmas movies is, is they've been around for decades. And like, like when you watch a Christmas story, all the really old shit, which is even before my time, I just love seeing all the old as fuck shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Me too. It's just great. And I just feel like everything was more Christmassy back in the day. I feel like the 50s were probably just so fucking Christmassy. Oh, definitely. You know what I mean? Well, a lot of... uh it's a lot of the old movies, like It's a Wonderful Life, yeah. aren't technically Christmas movies. Right. They just have a scene that takes place on like Christmas. Like Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> no, but a lot of the old ones, I think it's because everything was so Christmassy. Like, one of my favorite movies of all time is The Apartment. I think it's 1960. And it takes place in New York in the winter. Yeah. And it's not has nothing to do with Christmas, but like every. <sighs> Every Christmas time, I want to throw in the apartment. Yep. I wonder if there's any movies I have that are similar to that. Oh, probably. I mean, obviously, it's it's like that with albums. Right. I did enjoy that uh, I had 
said, uh, <laughs> I said uh, in the group chat, it's that time of year, boys, and sent the um, OK Computer track list. And yeah, Ian's, yeah, that was Ian great. sent back, uh, was it Kid A or what the f- Amnesiac? What the fuck was he listening to? He, oh, he's listening to Inmer- Inmer- Yeah, Inmer- I was going to say, I think it's But either way, he exclaimed, yes, it is. Radiohead is a winter band. They are a winter band. And uh, <clears throat> I think back fondly to meeting up with everybody at bars in the winter mm-hmm. when it would be single digits outside. Yep. Smoking a butt while my car heats up. Like maybe going to the movies, then getting a beer at TGI Fridays. Yep. And then blaring OK Computer on the way home. So... I'm going to play for you a song that I've almost, that I've either heard in two scenarios, these only two scenarios. One, I'm home and it's on vinyl because mm-hmm. I'm playing the record, obviously, while I'm just around doing shit. The only time it's playing in my car is if uh, I'm, like you said, coming home from a bar, I'm slightly buzzed, it's nighttime, and it's below 30 degrees. Yep. I'll hear this. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Now that you play this, this is what I'm listening to on the ride home. See? Yeah. Lightly buzzed. It's below 30 degrees. And you're going to be listening to that on the drive home. It, it It's so good. And there's something about it that gets me so turned on. I know. I don't know what it is. And it's funny, too, because if I'm listening to that, any Radiohead album, if I'm just like listening to it because I'm here by myself doing shit that I do and my mom happens to come over or Jess comes over while it's playing or my sister, they're just like, what? Like, what are you listening to? What is this death music is what they always say. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking it's about? It's so funny how they're like, doesn't this make you depressed? I'm like, no, no, like, it gets you excited. Fuck? People really do hate, not hate, but they don't get Radiohead at all. And I don't, I'm not one of these people that, like, I can listen to a slow, I guess it's a, like a sad song, I guess. No, I'm not talking about Radiohead. I'm just talking about right. in general. I can listen to, like, a, a sad love song or whatever. Oh, my God, this is fucking awesome. Right. But then, like, Jess or whatever would be like, doesn't this, like, make you, like, depressed? I'm like, no. Like It's also different, too, because we're thinking of how impressive the song is. Right. And everything. that We're we're not listening to just a song. Right. We're thinking we're about. We're analyzing the yeah, process. Yeah, yeah. But in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just interesting, people's different takes on, like, the same thing. Right, and, right, and, right. Like you said, people don't get Radiohead. No. And I'm like, it's just, it's a, Radiohead is a texture. That's fucking all it is. Yeah, that's basically what it is. It's a candle you light in a room. They're like, what are the lyrics to this? I'm like, it doesn't fucking matter, dude. It's a texture. I don't know a single Tom York lyric. No, it's a texture that feels good inside my body when it goes in my ears. That's why I listen to it. It's like when people listen to opera, a lot of them don't know. Yeah, do you know Italian, dude? No, but you know it's good. Right. (laughs) That's the thing. I can't read, but I know a good book. I know book words I, exist. Exactly. <laughs> I know a good book cover when I see one. Oh, fucking A. I mean, 75 minutes and 58 seconds. That's pretty good. I'd say it's pretty solid. 
I guess we'll call it here. Um, <clears throat> I guess in recap, how long have we been gone? Three weeks. So, uh, oh no, just we just missed one. Well, week. this was one, and then we had a but couple. But then we missed two weeks that. prior. Yeah, yeah. So DJ's all pissed off and stuff. That's good though. You want fans going, "Hey, what happened?" Rather than going yeah. like, "Sorry, sorry," and they go, "What? What are you talking about?" <laughs> good lord! But yeah, this was an episode. This was episode one hundred and fifty. Which is pretty impressive. And uh, we're going to have Ian on at some point. We're going to talk about the Beatles documentary. Uh, yes. Uh, get back. Be. Get back. Um, I didn't say that the, that the... I said on Let It Be, not that the name... Well, the, the other doc... There is a documentary called Let It Be. Right. So. right I right. bet you Peter Jackson would have called it Let It Be if Let It Be weren't already it, called Let It right. Be. Right. Probably. And in preparation, I'm going to have to listen to... Let it be naked and the original release of Let It Because that's going to be the main the crux point. of the debate. Yeah, and I'm I flip back and forth like over and over on which yeah, one. Yeah, because I, I a lot of the Spectre mixes are actually good. Let's not get too into it because then Ian's gonna. No, use... no, I know I'm not gonna shoot my load here. Right, save save your load for Ian. By the time Ian comes, you are not gonna oh. be able to find one like on on. An entire podcast episode. I'm going to be so backed up by the time Ian gets here that I am just going to fucking blow my load <laughs> all over <laughs> in terms of just talking about the Beatles. Oh, totally. <clears throat> oh, don't God. you, Nat, but don't you wish there was a get back amount of film footage for every. Because the thing I think about is like, imagine if you had one of these on Sgt. Pepper's or. Well, dude, I. So I remember, so the Ambry music video, where yeah. they like kind of showed parts of them recording in their basement. I was like, "This is the best." And then, um, story of the year when they were recording, released like a like little series of them in the studio, and then that sparked this whole thing for me where I was just constantly searching for studio footage of bands. Yep. And of course, we were like recording, so like that probably had a lot. Yeah, to do with definitely. It. But I became obsessed with just watching bands in studios. Yep. So like if if we could watch fucking the White Album, all the fucking footage of all that shit or just every album, it'd be fucking sick. I, I would honestly, not even joking, I would pay. If you had a six-hour documentary on them making Rubber Soul, oh. I would, not even kidding, pay $600 for it. Yeah. And I'm not even kidding a I'd little bit. I'd pay $800 for the Revolver one. Oh. I'd pay eight hundred one dollars and win the bid. Oh my fucking god! But I think Abbey Road is what I'd pay top dollar for because that's my my favorite Beatles album. Although, so what's the deal with the White Album? Is it just a hodgepodge of shit of like leftover shit? No, no, no. the White Album's a pro. It's so funny too how they keep calling it the Beatles because uh, the, yeah. the album is obviously just called the Beatles. Um, but um, is, is that a, my phone that keeps going it's off? Me, yours? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, it's fine. Because the White Album is very hodgepodgey. It is, but so what? <laughs> basically, they all hated each other the most during the White Album. Right. So a lot of them were working out of four or three separate studios, which you can kind of tell. Yeah, you can. Yeah. So Paul would make his songs, and be like, "Ringo, can you come by today and fucking lay down drum?" There were really only a couple songs where all of them are in together. For, I mean, obviously they had to rehearse certain right. things, but um, the White Album was when they were basically quarantined from one another. Right. And it's a total hodgepodge. The White Album doesn't feel like an album. It, it feels like someone found a bunch of B-side scraps. Yeah, it does. 
And I don't mean that. It, like, there's some of my favorite Beatles songs are on the White Album, but and I love the White Album, but it Rocky definitely Raccoon. it definitely doesn't feel like a cohesive no, album. Not at all. Well, because they but. came back from India and just fucking barfed out everything they had written up there, written or over there. I don't know. But I love Ringo because he's the least pretentious. Oh, I love Ringo because uh, when they were like. I want to go to India to go to a like rehab. <laughs> and I love George, but you could tell how oh, he's so pretentious. pretentious he was yeah. when those two guys were on the floor going like, well, yeah. and it's like, George, you grew up in Liverpool, dude. You really think like you had to bring these fucking guys. And it's just like, look at how, look at how, look at how deep and mystical. Yeah. I love when somebody asks. Paul, and, I, and I love George Harrison. Yeah, of course. But he has his very pretentious moments. But somebody asks Paul, they go, "Do you even like those guys?" And he goes, "No." Well, that was when they asked Ringo. They go, "Oh, is they, it they said, uh, did you like India?" And he goes, "No." <laughs> like, didn't even hesitate. Because you can just tell Ringo was like, he was the guy that was just standing there. And you know what was very telling is as soon as Linda McCartney would arrive, she would look for Ringo, yeah, and they would just hang out. Yeah, that's how you know Ringo's a fucking man. Yep. Uh, all right, cool. That's it. Uh, Ian coming up soon. It. And fucking uh, Omnicron or whatever is not going to kill you. So just fuck off. Well, you're, if you're not vaccinated, you're probably not going to get Omicron. Right. That's true. You won't. Um, but okay. Goodbye.